0: Tomorrow being Independence Day, Paul Eihander here, Graham Hill on the other side of the glass, co-hosting today. Uh, a lot of you going to be doing the cookout. A lot of you started early over the weekend. Although, man, I walked out the door this morning to take trash from my apartment, and like the air hit me in the face. Like, face.
1: I don't know why I'm wearing jeans today. I you, thought you, I, you are wearing dude, I came in shorts. I thought with it me being in the co hosting seat I need to dress up a little bit. Dress but up. now I'm looking at myself in the monitor. You can't even see that I'm wearing shorts. There's nobody here in the office. A lot of people just took today off. So I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm no. going home and just changing to a bathing suit and just getting ready for tomorrow. Go full
0: full American Speedo. The red, white, and blue Speedo. I don't know
1: about that. That might get me kicked out of the pool, but
0: Nah, nah. You just gotta cover up, right? That's all it is. Cover up the boys. Just cover up the boys. That's all it is. Just remember, but guys, cover up the boys. Just cover up the boys. Anyway, tomorrow, uh, some of you got a head start on it, but tomorrow, of course, going to be doing a lot of picnicking, a lot of barbecuing, beaching, laking, backyarding, whatever it is, but y'all need a cookout. So as our four of a kind here as we kick off this part of the show, four things you need for a 4th of July cookout. Graham, is it's his uh, co-host here, you uh, lay one out for us.
1: Well, first things first. I think it's pretty obvious. Okay. The one thing you need to start off a cookout itself is the grill. Okay. Now the question is, what kind of grill are you using? What's the grill that we just gave away for when you're waiting meat? I can't remember what those
0: it, are friends at original grills in Durham.
1: Yeah, so there you go.
0: They got the good they got good stuff. Go there. to
1: our friends at original grills in Durham and pick you up a grill so therefore you can have said cookout. They do custom grills there, which is pretty Ooh. cool. Like really cool. Like
0: some people like the flat the flat top is the rage right now. Like if you go TikTok instagram reels and stuff you see people like making stuff on the flat tops because essentially it's like the back of a diner yeah like it's a flat top it's what it is but you know like the grill marks like nothing beats good grill marks like you know it's right or if you get like people smoke you know smokers so that's different though so you said grill smokers are different it's a much different bit so uh i just have a regular i have a a propane grill (laughs) propane propane accessories that's a clean burning fuel dang it bobby Love me some Hank Hill. All right, grill. There you go. All right, uh, first thing you need for Fourth of July cookout: janky folding chairs. Like you know, when you go like you're at the backyard of your neighbor's house or whatever it is, they got like the good like the good setup they just bought from like the hardware store or they got off like Craigslist for like a hundred bucks. It's like eight seats and the patio table that's kind of dirty because it's been raining, but they didn't clean it off. But there's always, like, that one chair that's, like, super janky. Like, you sit down, you're like, like, the the leg slips out or whatever it is.
1: Just fall right through.
0: Yeah. So, at a cookout, got to have that janky
1: folding chair. At least least one. At least one. Someone has to go down. Someone has to add the humor to the party. That's how it is. Next thing I'm saying you need to bring to a cookout is the tunes. Good music. Now, the question is. Oh, okay. Wait a second. Graham? Graham?
0: Define, as as many people have gotten to know you over the past couple of months, even
1: more so than uh, before, define good music. Oh. So basically you're asking me, what song am I playing first once I get dogs? Or if, the if you were
0: asked to DJ the backyard cookout, and you just rolled up with potato salad, and you said, hey, I got music, and they said, all right, Graham, fire it up.
1: What uh, what's, what's that playlist sounding like? Oh, man, this is a lot of pressure. Three uh, in the afternoon. To me, I feel like Born in the USA is just too basic. Yeah, no Springsteen, please. Along with Living in America by James Brown. Like me some James Brown. That one's a little overplayed. So maybe, just maybe, I'm going to go Pink House's John Mellencamp. Okay, I'm going to buy it. Or if I want a little bro country. Oh, jeez. American Kids, Kenny Chesney. Okay. But that's only if I'm trying to pander to a uh, certain audience, if I'm going with Kenny Chesney there. Okay. But for me, the first one I'm putting in rotation is Pink House's okay. John Mellencamp. All right. All
0: right. Fine. Okay. All right. Music. Good music for you. All right. uh, it's, For me, four things you need for 4th of July Cookout. Number two, the three-cooler setup, Graham. You have to have the three-cooler three setup. Yep. You have to have one for beer. You got to have one for water. And then you gotta have one for all them hard seltzers that people like to drink these days. Okay, so all I was that gonna hard ask hard tea, hard <laughs> seltzer, hard wine cooler stuff that floats around there because you know someone's gonna ask like, hey dude, I see you got the uh, IPAs in there and stuff, but uh, you know the wife, is looking for a uh,
1: she's looking for a Cersei. You
0: gotta yeah, you got uh, you got one of those uh, hard vodkas in there. What do you got? What do you got? So you have to have the three cooler setup because listen. Pepsi, Coke, Dr. Pepper, cheer wine. You can sneak some cheer wine into the wine cooler into the uh, water cooler, but honestly, if you're drinking pop at the at the cookout, probably not doing it quite right.
1: I don't know if I could do a Bojangle's hard sweet tea seltzer at a cookout, honestly. Those th- have you had one of those, Paul? Yeah, I've had one. What what's your take on it?
0: It tastes like Bojangle's hard tea with like alcohol. <laughs>
1: like, to me it tastes like an like- unsweet tea. With alcohol. I think there's a little sweetness to it. No, no. The sugar definitely hits you in the back yeah. end, but that's what I'm saying. If I drink one of those out in the sun, I feel like if I drink twelve, a whole 12 of those, just even six, it's going to be a rough morning. Drinking those when it's like today, how hot it is outside at a cookout. Yeah, it's going to be ooh. a little rough today. Yeah. So I say you have, to have the water. Three coolers set up. All right. What's your number three? My number three, obviously, you got to have condiments for your hamburgers, condiments, hot dogs, mustard, go. ketchup, relish, onions, lettuce, tomatoes, mayo, Paul, what kind of condiment guy are you? What's going on your hot dog? What's going on your your hamburger? Ketchup
0: and mustard on the dog, maybe with a little bit of relish and some shredded cheese. Hamburger, usually I'll ask for the cheese to be placed on the grill right at the end with a slightly toasted bun. Good man. And uh, ketchup and I'm a ketchup ketchup mustard guy, so that's just me. Fair that's enough. Just me, maybe some Q sauce if it's good. All right, number three for me,
1: cornhole. Yes. You gotta have cornhole, even though I'm terrible at it, dude. dude seriously, like you gotta, I am you, at radio. You gotta
0: have bags, man. You have to have bags at, at a because the real show doesn't happen until night, right? I mean, like we're socializing, we're hanging out, we're talking, drinking, eating, having a good time. But unless you got like lawn darts, which I, I guess are bad now because they're sharp, um, you gotta have bags, lawn Maybe darts, or washers, washers, or you, you play washers? No, dominoes. me, dominoes.
1: Dominoes. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, washers. It's like a, it's like. It's like uh, like a three pole setup, washers with a string, and it's like you throw them at the. You'll just Google it; it's cool. Washers is cool too, but bags. Everybody knows bags, so
1: bags. Die table too. Yeah, die table would be good for yeah, my college friends. I know what I'm talking about. Can you have some games. All right, what's your number four? My number four, like you said, the show happens at night. Fireworks. All right, best of July way to cookout. cap off the court, best way to cap off the cookout. Gotcha. With some fireworks. Okay, I got you.
0: Uh, I think the fourth thing for me that you need at the Fourth of July cookout. Is that one person who shows up late because they had to work? Yeah, there's always that one person who's like, "Oh man, I had to work today. I had to, I had to pull a shift at the Burger King." Or that was me yeah, last year at
1: 42nd Street Oyster Bar in downtown Raleigh.
0: Yeah, yeah, you had to work. Yeah, so you like you had to show up late at the party, and they're like, and you're like, and when you show up late at a cookout, you you just kind of stuck with what's left, and you know because the host. Or the host, whoever happens to be like co-host or whatever, is like, "Hey, dude, great you came. Hey, there's like a couple pieces of burnt chicken over there in the dish, and uh, or we saved you a plate if you're lucky enough to have friends like that. We saved you a plate. Otherwise, it's like you're just kind of fishing through what's left of like the melted ice cooler and my three cooler yeah. setup. I was gonna say, or you maybe you're being,
1: maybe you're being the hero of the cookout by bringing said third cooler." Like, you know your friends, you know they've probably gone through the alcohol assortment already, or they may need water, so maybe you're showing up with the lifesaver, whether it's the water or you're keeping the party going, by showing up with the third cooler. You want a hot tip for a late-arriving guest? Hit me with it. Bring beverages. Yeah. Always bring a beverage. You walk through the front door with two cases, you're like, let's go.
0: Yep. You'll you'll be a hero. They'll, they'll walk up to you, throw that stuff what's on what's left of the ice. You know, because honestly, I mean, like, the ice has been out since 1 o'clock. It's mostly just kind of cold water. But, you know, it's where we're at. There you go. There's are four of a kind today. Four things you need for a 4th of July cookout. Did you leave anything off your list? You are like, yeah, probably could have used it.
1: Oh, of course. Our very own 99.9 The Fan Arctic Tumblr that I'm okay. showing here to our viewers here on WRL Sports Plus. Got to get one of these bad boys. You can get one of these bad boys by running the table, which we'll do at 530. You can also win tickets to Matchbox 20 as well at 5.30 when we run the table. So yeah, Arctic Tumblr with a custom fan logo on it. That's something I left off.
0: Fair. I left off a designated driver because <laughs> you, you need you, to have one of those. There's Uber. There's always, there's always one person that doesn't want to drink. So let them be the DD. They'll drink water. They'll do it. I promise you. If you got good friends, if you have good friends at a cookout or you or you have like a couch that you can crash on, been there, done that.
1: Or a pool floaty. Truth. <laughs>
0: Hey, if uh, you're not looking for weird things and you're looking for just kind of cool things over at uh, DBAP tonight, Durham Bulls Athletic Park in Durham, U.S. Team USA is playing Chinese Taipei tonight and you can still get tickets. They played on Saturday. I believe they had a little bit of a a little rain issue out there on Saturday, but uh, they're playing out there again tonight. I believe there's fireworks tonight, too. So if you go out tonight, there's fireworks. And then tomorrow when the Bulls are back in town after their long roadie, they're playing Norfolk. There's fireworks uh, tomorrow night, too.
1: I actually left off another thing off my list of four things well, you wait need to Wait a second. To bring no, there were only four out.
0: things. That was it. You got I was four gonna, things. I was
1: going to say baseball or fireworks at a minor league baseball game on 4th of July. That's pretty special.
0: Okay. Yeah, fireworks on the 4th of July at baseball. Yeah, borough. Love that. So, Bulls playing tomorrow night, but if you need to get your baseball fixed tonight and you don't have any plans, like, not that every town here in the Triangle doesn't have plans, I think everyone's doing fireworks tonight. Because they because everyone realizes there's a work day on Wednesday. So there's some fireworks tomorrow night, but a lot of the a lot of towns are doing fireworks tonight.
1: Yeah, you can't wait Karen up who has to go up to, who has to get up for working on Wednesday morning.
0: I'm like, who's doing fire? I think Morrisville's doing fireworks tonight. Um Who else is doing fireworks tonight? There's gotta be a list. We have to probably have a list T V. Yeah, it's a family fun festival out. Uh Apex is doing fireworks tonight. Who else is doing fireworks? Yeah. Morrisville and Apex doing fireworks tonight. At least that's according to the Google. Mother Google. That's what it's uh, telling me. Everything else tomorrow night. All right, let's hit it or quit it. Let's start with the ACC football coach rankings from CBS Sports, which really is more about team rankings. Graham, let's be honest. I mean, it's, they put the coaches in front of all the team names here, but really this is probably will look like the preseason poll at acc football media day is coming up in three weeks
1: i thought that's what i was looking at essentially
0: yeah um top three should be no surprise i mean kind of sort of but not really there's a flip-flop here which is interesting uh top three mike norvell he's third florida state dave claussen at wake forest which makes sense to a certain aspect and then Dabo with clemson at the top
1: I'm like respectfully.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got ten win seasons, right? I mean, yeah. got the ACC championship. It's Clemson. I mean, knock until you knock off the Tigers. They're they're the they're the gold standard for the ACC.
1: And what's also funny about Clemson, I feel like we always get these prime time ACC games that happen with them. For example, the one I could think of is last year when it was NC State going down to Clemson to Death Valley to play ABC kickoff and. It was going to be the game that kind of told you where NC State was going to go. Now, obviously, NC State finished off the season pretty decent, minus that loss in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl. But even then, Clemson ended up running away with that one. So, And they ended up running, they ended up running away with it in the ACC championship game. So, to me, just when you – I'm trying to think when the last primetime game Clemson had against an ACC opponent that was pretty close. To me, I think it was – the one I can think of is against Notre Dame during the COVID game. I can even count that since Notre Dame's considered independent.
0: The other triangle teams were triangle teams on this. Mike Alco, number nine for Duke. Uh Dave Coach Doran, five for State. And number four, Mac Brown at Carolina. So, I mean, they think clearly, again, you look at this list and you're like, okay, these this is how the the finish is going to be predicted in this league. Um, Wake seems high for that. But maybe especially this,
1: after losing hartman
0: especially after losing hartman but the schedule sets up fairly nice for them again tough tests for for a number of these teams with carolina starting in charlotte against south carolina with spencer rattler running it back for the game that could be a er, very early season litmus test for the heels
1: south carolina are they a dark horse of the sec this year no don't do think be, so how do you a
0: dark horse with alabama and georgia in the sec how can you be a dark horse in the SEC <laughs> I with just, Alabama and Georgia? I
1: should just asked, does South Carolina finish behind either Georgia or Alabama? You know that what, might have been did, the better question. You, you
0: mentioned the Dukes-Mayo Bowl earlier. It's kind of that South Carolina vibe. <laughs> you know, what, what are we looking for? You got a Peach Bowl? You got a Peach Bowl invite? Yeah, that's where we're rolling. You got a Music City Bowl invite? Yeah, that's where we're rolling. Yeah, Georgia and Alabama, man. No. LSU? Yeah, too. They can they can hang. But All right, let's uh, quit that i hit it so good andy dalton feeling it i like the vibe from andy dalton on this one i don't think quote there are 32 guys better than me in the nfl Ooh,
1: talk your lo- talk dalton i love that i love it too i also love what i'm hearing out of charlotte i mean obviously we know bryce young is the guy yep starter qb1 but red rock is not going down swinging uh, he's bringing it. I expect Dalton to bring it during training camp, as he should. He's a veteran quarterback, and he's talking to talk. I'm sure there will also be a time that we do see Andy, Dal- Andy Dalton starting for the Carolina Panthers this year. I'm just curious to see, do we get Ventus Dalton during the Bengals when he was you know, playing some of his best football, or do we get just a backup quarterback? Dallas
0: Cowboys Dalton, where he had to step in for Dak when Dak blew up his ankle in that game. Or that.
1: Or that. Dawes not a bad quarterback, man. I I mean, I'd be very curious to see how he does when he gets his chance as a starter this season for the Panthers. He just needs to be that serviceable veteran to play. To, I
0: mean, the thing is, it's crazy, because when you talk about the Carolina Panthers and Bryce Young, and then you look at the other places where, I mean, it's really looking like the Young draft pick was definitely the noest of no-brainers. With C.J. C. Stroud in Texas, and his primary target is like Robert Woods. Yeah. And they haven't surrounded him with anything in Houston. And then Anthony Richardson, who apparently is still kind of throwing wide, but can is throwing long. I mean, the guy can throw 75, 80 yards still, but he is still like this raw prospect with the fourth pick. Like the more you start examining the choice of Bryce Young as the top pick and the idea that the Panthers, what they're doing to build around him, like as a quarterback, like Andy Dalton should be salivating at the fact. That if Bryce does, you know, need a night off, heaven forbid, he just needs a night off. Let's just say he needs no, a night off. we're he not saying he gets hurt. We're not saying he gets hurt. just a night off. Don't want you that. Because we play 17 games now that Dalton can slide in and do what he does. I- I'm all for it, by the way. Him saying that he's that there are not 32 guys better than him, I'm I'm totally good with that. Like, that is, that is winning mentality right there. That is, I'm
1: going to come in and kick your booty. Yeah. Every night. I'm also curious, obviously your performance on the field matters, but how many games do you think it would take in a scenario where Dalton does play this season for the Panthers and he will, for him to prove himself to another franchise? Like, think of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker Mayfield or Andy Dalton, who are you taking, honestly? I take Dalton. Yeah, exactly. I take Dalton. There's plenty of teams out there that could use a quarterback like him.
0: Mayfield's getting some good vibes right now though. So I'm just he's got he's got some good vibes going for him He was hopefully last year. Hopefully season. he can turn it around. Oh no, no, I get that. I get that. I, I don't wish ill well, especially at the quarterback position, because those guys think differently. It's like goaltending in hockey. Just come, they think completely differently than most other people. That and maybe uh, relief pitchers. You could throw yeah. them in that. Relief pitchers come in like Andy Dalton with that vibe. I'm gonna shut you down. I'm here to. I'm here to get the next three outs and I'm done. My job is done. I'm here to find the zone. I'm here to throw heat. Right. Bring, bring Announce heat. my presence with authority. Announce your presence with authority. All right, let's quit that. Hit this. All right, Fall Out Boy, if you know the musical group. Graham, do you like Fall Out Boy?
1: Funny story. My very first concert that I went to was Wiz Khalifa and Fall Out Boy. Wow. How crazy of a tour or how crazy of a dynamic is that for those two music groups to go on tour, or those two genres to be collide for a tour?
0: Don't get... Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco mixed up. Two different bands. A lot of people seem to do different, that. Two different bands completely. But Fallout Boy updated We Didn't Start the Fire, the Billy Joel song from 1989. This got lost in the weekend. Like, this thing just popped up out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I saw some people. I haven't even listened to it. You got it? Can you grab it? I was it? about to ask you. Can grab I? It? No, can you can I? play it. All grab
0: right. it. You can grab it. You can grab it. Play a little bit of it. Let me
1: mute this instrumental. Get this rolling. All right, so this is We Didn't Start the Fire by Fallout Boy. It's got the still. It's a little muddled, but it's yeah. there, right? Hold on, it's coming. It's a little more high pace. Wait for the beat to drop.
0: <laughs> and come on, get to it here.
1: Hmm. All right. So, so essentially it's a new generation they version. They updated
0: it for like 35 years.
1: So there's a 35-year span
0: that they cover since Billy Joel issued We Didn't Start the Fire through 2023. Now, there are some complaints about it because it's Fallout Boy. It's just Fallout Boy, and everybody loves Billy Joel apparently. So, you know, Billy Joel did his thing. It's not in chronological order, which is the chief complaint to be honest. And then they left off a couple of things, which again opens up a lot opens up a lot to debate. But ultimately, the onus is on in the next someone in the year 2058 will need to update the song oh with Lord. another 35 years of stuff. Like like what do you think's gonna like be like? It'd be like uh AI, James, Like James. AI will Arden, be mentioned. James Arden forces another trade. <laughs> um Shoteo, Hani like breaks Babe Ruth's record I mean like he's not in like Shoteo Otani is not in this but they do mention like sports things like Michael Jordan's called out in this Venus and Serena Williams uh, LeBron James Tiger Woods Tiger Woods uh, the Cubs winning the World Series Uh, but Michael and Michael Jordan's numbers change so from 23 to 45 like they make mention of that too
1: so now I know when I'm playing at my cookout party tomorrow.
0: Fallout Boys, we didn't start the fire. Yeah,
1: the the, the remastered version right. of We Didn't Start the Fire. Am I the only one that also feels like listening to Billy Joe's discography is like your own personal history lesson? Besides We Didn't Start the Fire, you get the Down Easter Alexa. Where you We get to learn about the different ships, Vienna, seeing some Italian restaurant. He does a good job of like really incorporating stuff Man, that just you like are a an modern whole soul, my friend. Man, this is a Billy. That's
0: a that's a full Billy Joel fandom right there.
1: Allentown.
0: Yeah. Made in the USSR. Piano man, dude. That's that's where I think the dueling, dueling pianos. That's I can keep I just going. Get it. Like yeah, I know you could. Let's not. Let's quit that. Bro. Uh, there's a stall on the move north. Uh, it's the one who uh, is named Mark. Mark Stall is yeah, that going one. to Philadelphia for. Uh, He's staying on the East Coast, so you want to stay close to Eric and Jordan, obviously. So one year, $1.1 million for Mark going to Philadelphia, who apparently will be losing his teammate Tony D'Angelo, the new dean of the PNC, if he is traded to the Hurricanes in the gentleman's agreement that the Hurricanes have with the Flyers. So Mark in Philadelphia, Eric in Florida, and Jordan here in Carolina, all legitimately like two hours flights away. So when they need babysitters and stuff, you just call one of the brothers. Go, hey, gotta. Uh, I'm going to uh, going to Canada
1: this weekend. Can you watch the kids? Yeah, okay. stalls 36 or Eric Stoll's 36. Mark stall excuse me. Mark stalls 36. Jordan's 30, 38, 39. No, it's no, Jordan. No. no, Jordan's not that old. Who's the oldest? Isn't it Mark? Stop, dude. You kill me.
0: Ask the mother Google. Ask, ask. My question the was,
1: who's gonna be the first to retire out of the three brothers? You think?
0: First. Oh, it's Mark. Mark's on a one year deal, dude. Jordan's got another four. Jordan's only thirty four. He's the baby. I'm the baby.
1: Jordan's the baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Mark's getting one point one, dude. Yeah, I forgot he's, I was watching he's crash
1: on some stall couches. Forgot that I was watching Eric Stoll when I was attending my first Carolina Hurricanes Stop games back it. in two thousand nine. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's so yeah, the stall the st- all the stalls. The stalls is
1: are all on the move with, uh,
0: yeah, the, the latest stall going north.
1: Maybe Jordan will be the next one to win a Stanley Cup again. Please, let that happen. Let's just go ahead and manifest can that just, for next season.
0: Let's We can all just get some luminarias, burn some candles and some incense, put some stuff in the window, whatever you need. Whatever you need to make this happen. We'll go let's out to PNC Arena
1: happen. before the season starts, and so we'll do something we, like, spray stuff in the air around the arena, burn something, I don't know.
0: We'll figure something out. All right, let's quit that. Bye, Felicia. The Florida Gators, Chomp, are making over the swamp. Finally. They've hired an architect to redesign Florida Field in a remake. They're not going to tear it down. They're going to shrink it and make it much more 21st
1: century for $400 million. Huh. Are we still going to get... Won't Bat Down by Tom Petty. It'll be the nicest the media timeout
0: place in Gainesville.
1: Nicest place?
0: Like this thing opened in 1930. Wow. So like this is, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're talking by the time they get this thing done, a hundred years old. And like the the video board at Carter Finley that they're putting up right now, by the way, is beautiful. Like puts anything that they got going on at the swamp like to shame like the swamp is a con it's it was built in 1930 so it's concrete like it's concrete like you see some of these smaller like historical schools that play football across the south they play in these like wartime project stadiums like it's a concrete bowl with concrete steps bench seating that was installed after the fact you know the the press boxes are woefully small the concourses are itty bitty and so they're getting it up to even more sec standards because in florida uf they have spent 300 million dollars upgrading everything else but football but football
1: whatever work we do there doesn't need to be band-aid said athletic director scott strickland the league spring at this league spring meeting last month it needs to be multi-generational solution to continue to give the stadium for future generations a chance to come and watch the gators here the arms
0: race is not over Graham. The college football arms race is never-ending. Like, at some point, it's going to be full AI experience when you walk into these locker rooms. And even the visitors' locker rooms are going to be just spanking hot nice.
1: So what I mentioned, are we still going to get "Won't Bat Down by Tom Petty? Are we getting ready to get a hologram version? Of Tom Petty? Yeah. No, please stadium.
0: no. stadium? Dude, let Tom Petty rest in peace. Tom Petty rest in peace. Tupac, rest in peace. No more holograms. No AI not needed. All right, next. Bye, Felicia. Uh, We're going to do wrestling here. Uh, For those of you who pay attention to professional wrestling, there was a what they now call premium live event in London called Money in the Bank. The two winners of Money in the Bank, because WWE is actually coming here in 11 days at PNC Center. SmackDown will be here. I know. I know. I don't have tickets. I
1: don't either. but uh, Let's go together, Paul. Let's do, those, go. let's do those documentaries that people do where they go and review the show. Instead of watching it, they just hold the camera in their face the whole time. Sure.
0: Well, we'll see if Cameron Grimes shows up. Carolina guy. Money in the Bank in London. Uh, they had a couple of surprises, one being the guy that most people normally can't see. Yeah. So John Cena came back at Money in the Bank. As a surprise, he did not wrestle. He had a moment with another wrestler by the name of Grayson Waller. And uh, John came back and did his thing. And as he came out, he trumpeted the fact that WWE needs to do more internationally. Giving a shout out and respect was the whole reason why he hopped on a plane. I'm sure he was probably filming a movie too.
1: Uh, By the way, John Cena's movies kind of gone downhill a bit. I remember 12 rounds. Remember when that first came out? Yeah. Well, really, The Marine. The Marine. The Marine was first, 12 rounds. The next movie I can remember when I was watching it, because remember when you were watching WWE, they, you, and they still do, they promote their wrestlers and their upcoming movies so hard. What was the movie where he was the wrestling coach? Not like of WWE, but like actual high school athletic wrestling. wrestling. Uh, I do not remember. I can't remember the name of it either. I don't remember. I know he's. I mean, he's in the latest Furious. He's been in the Furious. Yeah, franchise. he's in all those Furious movies. I think he's getting ready to be in a new GI Joe movie because the T-shirt he was wearing kind of similar or was similar to what you would see of a GI Joe design. Right. He was uh, Ferdinand the Bull in that Ferdinand movie. It was an animated movie.
0: Peacemaker. Peace, obviously Peacemaker on HBO. Yeah, that's where he's making his money. Um. Anyway, he says WrestleMania needs to be in London.
1: You cheer.
0: You chant. Hell, you care. In my mind, there is not a more exciting audience than the audience in the United Kingdom. Cheap pop. Yeah. So I'm here to try to bring WrestleMania to London. Sure, why not? Why not? How about WrestleMania, Carter Finley? I'd be (laughs) all for that. You think they'd make that happen? You think if we started a petition right now?
1: I I think uh, David Tepper would bring it to Charlotte before he brought it to Raleigh. Because remember, David Tepper brought music and live entertainment to Bank of America Stadium. He's got
0: Beyonce showing up there, so I'm I'm just saying, we could swap. I'm like, a pay-per-view of that size. Uh, You know what? I would take a SummerSlam.
1: SummerSlam would be cool.
0: Outdoors. SummerSlam.
1: But instead, we're getting Friday Night SmackDown coming up on July 14th.
0: SmackDown's a good time. If you've never been to a... A wrestling live event whether it's an indie or whether it's one of the big promotions just go pay the 10 bucks if it's an indie pay the 10 bucks and sit in the front row 20 bucks you'll get your money's worth i promise
1: drink some beer if you're not that interested you'll get rowdy
0: local fe- local federations that wrestle the local wrestling shows local fight shows always a good time i promise you and you know it's magnified with wwe because they bring tv tv you know you're like hey we're on tv you know so that comes with it something different but Always a good time. Anyway, John Cena wants WrestleMania in London. EO Sky won the Women's Money in the Bank. The Men's Money in the Bank was won by Damian Priest, who had that wrestling match with Bad Bunny in Puerto Rico at their last event, which made him pretty awesome. All right, let's quit that. NBA Summer League begins tonight. Begins in two places, actually. So we're now talking about the Charlotte Hornets playing tonight in Sacramento. Sacramento. They will be way out west before they join the main summer league, which is in Las Vegas. So there are two minor – there are two smaller events before the big event in Las Vegas that starts on the 7th. There's a summer league in Salt Lake City, and there's also a summer league in Charlotte – I mean, uh, in Sacramento. Charlotte is playing San Antonio tonight in Sacramento. San Antonio, though, not playing with Wemby, unfortunately. I thought Wemby was going to go tonight – the Spurs are holding him out. They're gonna make him play a La- lot. They're gonna make him play. Why? No. Play. Play summer league basketball everywhere. <laughs> Why hold him out? I watched, I was at the summer league where Zion was there. He played in one game. That was LeBron, that's what I was gonna say. LeBron because showed up. Mark Cuban was there. He played like one game, tweaked his ankle, they sat him the rest of the time. But it was an amazing spectacle. It's like the only time you get to see these guys without paying like full freight, like 250 bucks to sit courtside. Like, these are the cheap seats for the regular people to get in. Like, 15 bucks in. So, Wemby play, and I'm a Spurs guy. I like the San Antonio Spurs.
1: They should play them. NBA Summer League games. Overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? Taking something out of our good friends Hay- Hayes Perlmars' book. Rightly rated. Rightly rated. I love Summer League. Summer League ball is great ball because it's all
0: about hustle. It's all about guys trying to earn spots. Traquavion Smith signed with the Hawks. He's on the, uh, or the uh, 76ers. He's playing tonight. He's on the 76ers travel team, playing out west. Leaky Black's playing. Um, Pete Dance. Who got announced today? Uh, Heels player. Pete Dance. Oh, yeah? Today, right? Uh, All these guys. Jarkel Joyner. This is where they're going to make their mark. This is where they get their tape. So rightly rated for all these guys who still have the hoop dreams, so to speak.
1: Yeah, Leaky Black. There's no leaks in this house. Reportedly signed the two-way contract with the Charlotte Hornets. Will play six games. While Nance, who signed an exhibit ten contract with the Cleveland Cavaliers, will play five. Both signed with their favorite local teams. While with Black growing up in Concord, obviously, and Nance in Akron, Ohio.
0: All about that. Smith will be on. He's playing the. They're playing the Grizzlies tonight. So, it'll be Philly and the Grizzlies playing. On the uh, on the ESPNs, so watch these guys play. Watch them hoop. I, I mean, wonder you how get a these chance
1: to watch them hoop. I wonder how these guys who's going to be the first to make their to make a name for themselves in the NBA.
0: Uh, if I had that crystal ball, I'd be a much richer man, my friend. A much richer man. Fair enough. All right, let's quit that.
1: You also just don't I really upset. I really don't think certain,
0: it makes a damn bit of difference.
1: You also just don't want to upset a certain fan base. Yeah. Well, I, I, okay. I, don't no, worry.
0: no, no. It's
1: that's a crystal ball prediction.
0: It is like guys who sign in the summer league. I'm like, okay, Victor Wembanyama. There you go. I said it. He's been the greatest player in the NBA.
1: Ever. Or are you just talking about local guys? You just want local guys? Yeah, local guys. I got a leaky black, Pete dance to Quavion Smith. Because you feel like these guys have something to prove. Since they weren't officially drafted, they all just signed two-way deals. Who's going to be the one that's going to be like the Caleb Martin in a couple of years?
0: Um, Jarkel Joiner. Jarkel, okay. There you go. Put it down. Darkel right. Joyner. I called it on this day, on, this, on the Lord's Day, Monday, July 3rd, 2023. Just called it. And congratulations to Ricky Fowler. He finally won. My guy. My guy in orange. Ricky and I haven't been in the same room in several years, but when we were together, it was a good time. And I will leave it at that. <laughs> there are pictures to prove it as well. I'll share with the class at some point. Okay. Congratulations to Ricky Fowler.
1: Next fan meeting I expect to be a bullet point or a PowerPoint. There you go.
0: Fourth of July picnic, wherever you might be traveling today, because today is that day for people who did not get out early for the weekend to get out again today, you know, to go get provisions and then head off to where you might be going. If you had to work through the weekend and then you finally get to go off to the beach or the mountains or the forest or whatever.
1: Hopefully a lot of you are already listening to us at said beach. Whichever everyone you may be at, Atlanta Beach, Emerald Isle, Carolina. With a corona in your hand, you're listening to us on your speakers, find your line. Happy 4th of July, everybody.
0: Yeah, happy Independence Day. Happy Happy birthday, America.
1: America. Love me some America. I do.
0: Uh, a number of schools over the weekend, there were 14 schools in the college football ranks who moved conferences. It shook up a lot of the conferences all across all across the land one team that did not move was san diego state they were they had intended to leave the mountain west but it wasn't sure where they were going to go they had told the conference they were going to go and right before the june 30th deadline which was friday they said now nah, we're not going to leave and so for them it was a smart move because they had nowhere to land pac 12 or pack 10 or whatever it was wasn't uh, getting itself together because they're still waiting on their tv deal And the Big 12 and other conferences really not looking to expand. They keep saying, oh yeah, we're going to go, but ultimately what we've learned is by San Diego State pulling back is that they never actually had an offer on the table to begin with. Yeah. There was nothing sitting in front of them. And that is the general posturing of the supply and demand of the college sports landscape right now is that not everyone is desirable. As much as we want to believe that these schools that, for example, a Gonzaga basketball-only school or uh, unaffiliated independent like Army is still like, yeah, we need to have you in the car. We need to have this. Ultimately, maybe we've reached that point of saturation where we don't need to see much more movement anymore, but we are still seeing that movement. And what was forgotten over the weekend are not highly publicized. And actually, I misspoke as we were coming into this. There are actually two local teams That moved over the weekend that we did not see, and they're both moving into the CAA. One of them being the Campbell Fighting Camels.
1: Emphasis on the fighting.
0: By the way, my new favorite team. Really? Going to become my new favorite team. I'm going to lean in on the Campbell Fighting Camels. My mom's a graduate. Love your mom. (laughs) The... The fact that they moved to the CAA, so they moved out of the Big South and they're moving into the CAA. CAA, by the way, will have 15 teams starting next year. The other team, by the way, and as I mentioned, I misspoke as we were coming into this, uh, North Carolina A&T also joining the CAA.
1: Aggie Pride Amplified. So
0: with A&T and Campbell, there will now be 15 teams in the CAA, which also includes uh, – UNCW, yep, uh, Delaware, Villanova, Elon, New Hampshire, Maine, so Richmond, so a lot. Of, you know, a schools from as they say Boston to Charleston, as they say in the Boston. CAA, Boston to Charleston. So a great move for these teams that want to step up and, as Campbell says, start a new era. With that new era, Graham also came with a revamp of the Camels logo, which. I believe the old school logo was like really cartoony, like super cartoony. Um The new one, which apparently you can buy the athletic gear and they have a new visual identity, is, and I'm not sure how you pull this off, to be honest, but it is a more quote unquote, uh, refreshed and updated camel, which is a much more, um, I I don't know. Is it angry? Oh, Is it an angry camel? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Again, my new favorite team, by the way. Uh, It kind of looks like a calf.
1: Okay. A baby cow. An orange baby cow. Paul, you know I have to go there. It's got that vibe. You know I have to go here because we discussed this earlier in the week when we were just chatting. Is this sort of Campbell's version of RoboDuck, Oregon University? we got to remember that Paul is an Oregon grad. So he witnessed Robo-Duck firsthand. For those not familiar with Robo-Duck, if you want something to do while you're watching or while you're at your 4th of July cookout, go look up Robo-Duck on YouTube.
0: Hey, this is not the L-fated Robo-Duck. Okay, Robo-Duck, It's by a the funny five-minute laugh. For, for those of you not familiar with the history of college mascots, at the University of Oregon, they used to be represented by Donald Duck. Donald Duck had a deal. Walt Disney had a deal with the University of Oregon in which Donald Duck would be the mascot. Donald Duck was the mascot for the Oregon Ducks for quite a long time until the deal kind of expired and, of course, we became a much more global society. So, Oregon morphed into a different, slightly less Donaldy Duck. In the midst of all of this, they decided to unveil in the about the 2010-2011 range... A duck called Robo-Duck.
1: With a punch here and a kick there.
0: Which looked like basically a spandex-wearing duck Power Ranger. It did not last. It was stupid. It was a bad idea. I do not own it, but I will admit to it that my school faulted on it. And, of course, this is about the time when we're making a national championship run in football, where Cam Newton, you all know who Cam Newton is, took care of my Oregon Ducks in the national championship game. So... Anyway, the Campbell fighting camel. Orange, it's more of a strength and resilient fighting camel. I'm okay with it. It it looks it looks relatively cool. I just it's got a little bit of baby calf vibe to it in the face.
1: I'll be interested to see how it looks when they debut it. I'm I'm guessing it's gonna probably come around or the first showing of it's gonna be this upcoming football season. I had to guess. I
0: mean it's slick. I mean it's very streamlined. It's, the, it's, a much, it's a much simpler kind of font that they're using. I mean, I totally dig it. And I would wear, I mean, I would wear it. I mean, I think it's cool. Like the fighting camels. I'm like, I went to a, my high school mascot, no joke, the fighting fisherman. If there isn't a much more stereotypical thing for you to grow up with in a town on the Pacific coast, it the would f- be the mas- mascot that is not just the fisherman, but the fighting fisherman
1: kind of makes me wonder why Seattle, when they debuted their NHL team, they didn't go with the fishermen. The Kraken? Yeah. And
0: the fishermen would be just kind of eh.
1: But Kraken? It's a, I, it's my, a
0: mythical sea creature. Yeah,
1: and I remember my dad called me saying, why a Kraken? This, and I told him it was a mythical sea creature. He said, so their mascot son that doesn't even exist. Well, it
0: does exist in the, the Kraken. I mean, come on, man. The, the Tampa Bay Lightning. I, I mean, the Islanders. I mean, it's literally just a resident. Storms happen. The New York Islanders. It's just, it's a resident. The Dallas Stars. I'm like, they invented the Golden Knights. I'm like, they stole it from Army, to be honest. They stole it from Army, but a Golden Knight. I mean, that's what it is, right? I mean, yeah. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, how rough and tough is that? The Van, again, the Vancouver Canucks. It's a resident. It's a resident. Like it's not it's not a mascot. I'm like their logos of their logos is a native whale, or like literally the name of the city. That's all it is. By the way, I love the Vancouver Canucks colors. It's awesome color scheme. Oh yeah, I mean the Calgary Flames. It's fire. Again, the New York Knickerbockers. Again, residents. <laughs> Residents, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. We like, just take we,
1: we have taken everybody down a, rap hole, a rabbit <laughs> no, hole. No, for
0: sure. I get it. I just want to get back to the Camels and A and T that got overlooked in all this conference realignment. Because for them, it finds them in a. It's going to change things for fans. You're going to see different teams come through different plays. It's like East Carolina because there's new teams coming. The AAC. You know, they're not playing Houston in Cincinnati this season. They're going to see different teams come through. Which will be different and more exciting for the fans. So there is a a benefit to some of this movement, for sure, because it allows you again a, a different fan experience. Because you know you've been watching the same teams come in and come out of of the stadiums and coliseums from time to time. But this will freshen things up just a little teeny bit.
1: I think it's also going to really help Campbell's baseball program, who really put themselves on the map this past year, finishing 46 Boy, yeah. and 15 so overall. They're a top
0: 25 program.
1: Yeah host their own regional they already play east car like i'm going through their schedule this past year they played number 11 east carolina or east carolina who was 11th ranked in the nation at the time they already play some high-end talent this is also just really going to help their baseball program i'm trying to think of how it's going to affect some of their other sports like football that's trying to find its identity as a program finished five and six overall this past year two and three in the conference what's it going to do for these olympic sports how, how, you know what what is the what are the roots that come from all of this it'll Money? be
0: it'll be interesting to see where it all goes but in terms of fit and if you, hey, you get a chance to re, here's the only thing campbell orange and black I'm not crazy about it i'm just not crazy about orange and black
1: i'm not crazy about their, their all black baseball uniform oh dude that's slick really you're a yeah, fan those of the slick. all blacks those
0: are slick yeah Oh, no, dude, that's fashion forward, baby.